Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're feeling the wintry vibes as we crack open some particularly festive beers. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. A little, little bit of a little bit of a filler episode for you. Not filler because it's still good. Like I don't want to use the be fair, filler as if it's no, such no. a good one. Let's let's be real about it. It was like we were inundated with yeah. things now to record, which is a really planned, good problem to have. Yeah. This was supposed to be a different, we planned it, <laughs> slightly different episode. Yeah, and one that's maybe a bit longer and a little yeah. bit more oomph to it. And that and was planned out. And loads of people we're... wanted to talk to us. <laughs> and now it's like literally two or three weeks. Like we are back to back with yeah. life and podcast co- recording from now until the new year. So my beer advent calendar's gone out the window because oh, I yeah. literally haven't got. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to have opened that. I'm a few days be right. behind. I'm like two sure. weeks behind now. <laughs> I would have been, but then like the weekend comes and I'm mm. like, uh, just drink all the beers, it's fine. I, don't know. I was out <laughs> at the weekend. I was out at the weekend, so I didn't get to drink all the beers because I was drinking other beers. That's your gonna, mistake. I might be able to catch up this weekend. That's your mistake as I go, let me just shut myself inside. It's cold. I don't want to go out. Yeah, but I went to a bottle share and had some delicious beers. So <laughs> you can't really complain of that. I'm jealous because you've got a festive shirt. I don't I have. This is my only one. I need to get I like a new it. one. I don't please think podcast, I've got a Christmas one. Please, podcast listeners, recommend us some beer Christmassy t-shirts because this yeah. is my only one. This is my Hobgoblin one. It's the only one I've got. So we, we need <laughs> That's the some one recommendations. But at the end of the day, it, they're getting that. I don't have, no. I've got my work hoodie on <laughs> still because I literally like, it's been a day. So ha- happy times, happy times. I also don't have anything festive. So I was like, there's no point in me changing. Fine. I've got another festive. We're going to drink festive beers. <laughs> so it's fine. And we're putting this out. You, it, We are putting this out on Christmas Eve. So holiday, holiday feels <laughs> to everybody. It's, it's bonus season. It's Christmas yeah. bonus season. Yeah. <laughs> we've given you Christmas podcast. want to get those in there. Um, so we've selected three festive beers for you. Uh, mainly because we were doing a big order and we were like should we get those yeah let's do it again it was supposed to be a little there there was more that we've ordered and we've sort of like gone let's cut it back let's bring it to this yeah and uh yes this is what we've got so should we run through what we've got yeah so we're going to start with cloud waters ho ho hazelnut great name um they put three christmas beers out this year i'm slightly sad i couldn't get hold of the um cranberry and orange one i oh, wanted to drink that one and i can't get nice. it yeah but but we have a hazelnut brown ale here which i think will be quite delicious so that's what we're going to start with um then we have got lef and their beard heaver beard beard Iver. Yeah, so I was Winter like, beer. oh, cool. Like, you said that so confident that <laughs> I, I was like, oh, clearly that's how you say it. And I've just been saying it wrong. Because, like, I don't know why my brain's just like beard diver, like diver. Don't know. Don't know. Anyway, so I just have to say that because, you know, we're crap at, at doing things like that. But uh, left, left is winter beer is what we've got here. Um, that's going to be a nice Belgian one. And obviously, uh, Belgium likes to put out some spicy Christmas beers. So that should be lovely. 
And our last one is a little 330 mil can of Lervig's Yule Book. It's an adorable little can. Yeah. And I really like the artwork on it. I'm excited and to try this one, actually. I feel like um, Christmas like lager. Every, every year, Lervig does like quite a few. Like one of one of their Christmas ones is always, I think they're the ones that do Driving Home for Christmas, yeah. which is the alcohol free one. And actually, I had it last year. And because I was just curious, like, what it would be like and it was probably it was one of the only alcoholic like the alcohol free beers that I've yeah. been like actually this is quite good and quite flavorful like it was um, an interesting like it was it was really good so I recommend the driving home for Christmas low ABV so I'm interested to try this one to be honest mm-hmm. so I've now googled how to say that beer Thank but you. I still cannot say it like it doesn't matter i could listen to it a million times my brain knows how to say it but it's still going to come out wrong it's like either beard either 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 once you put the d on the front of it it's like either but i i can't it doesn't matter i i cannot say it <laughs> so, it's fine i'm sure it's going to be a delicious beer i know how it should be said that's what counts <laughs> Uh, right, so we crack open this cloud water one. Yes, let us. Ho ho hazelnut, Christmas brown ale. It's got a lovely um, painting. It's not a photograph, is it? Yeah, painting of hazelnuts and leaves yeah. and pine, pine cones cone. on the front. Adorable little pine cone. Yeah. Oh, it smells nice. Now, I tried to find out a little bit more about it, but there is not a huge amount about it on the cloud water website. Um, I somewhere said that it was an American brown ale. I feel it's like it's gorgeous, though. I feel like it's like it a hazelnut one. I thought it should be more of an American brown, um, an English brown ale because that's more nutty and less hoppy. But we shall find out when we drink it. Well, I would say aroma wise, it's landing mm. for me in the same way that like a stout would or a porter, like okay. in that smell. Nutty. I think it's because the hazelnut has almost like that mm. chocolatey, like like chocolate hazelnut is what I'm getting from it. Slightly woody. Yeah, but yeah, for me, chocolate. for me, it's chocolate hazelnut, yeah. just really overpowering anything else. No, I'm not getting the woodiness or anything like that. It is a lovely kind of coppery, chestnutty brown colour. Oh yeah, like the. It's got a nice light. It's gorgeous. It's got a nice. Oh, the head's like foamy staying head quite, on there, quite firm, which is yeah, nice. yeah. Ooh. It smells nice, right? Oh, uh, interestingly. Um, before we go into it, it doesn't have any actual nut in it. So if oh. you have a nut allergy, you can drink this. That's excellent, especially because on the side of it, it says nutty, malty, merry. So yeah. I bet if you have a nut allergy, you probably go, be, yeah, I can't have that. Bad, but no, it doesn't have any actual nuts in it. Interesting. Yeah. It smells very heavily. It smells nutty. very nutty. All right. Oh, it's an interest. Like, it doesn't ta- have as much chocolate in the taste as the yeah. aroma has. It's definitely, I think, like, because the aroma of it, for me, makes me think of, like, I don't know, uh, Unity's hazelnut, um, hazelnut, it was a porter, a stout, I can't remember, that they did, and it was, like, really, like, full mouthfeel and, like, just lots of chocolate and, and all that note, that that's what that aroma made me think of, so... It's thinner on the mouthfeel than my brain was. Yeah, it's expecting. quite a light beer, isn't it? Yes, it's it's nice, but my brain just was like, "Oh, hang on, that that didn't match up with what we thought it was going to be," and not as chocolatey, but definitely still nutty. No, very nutty. Um, yeah, got a nice kind of 
sweet bit of hazelnut at the end there. It's quite mm. clean as well, actually. Yeah. Like, I feel like when you have a brown ale, you either you, you either usually get like a bit of dried fruit in there, a um, bit more fruitiness, or if it's an American one, you get like that real hoppiness with it. Whereas this is very clean. And then that sweet hazelnut at the end, and it's quite light. It's only five point one percent, so it's very sessionable. Yeah. Um, but it's all like it's almost lagery in its yeah. like in its crispness and its and its cleanness. It's almost lagery. I I yeah, that is a fair assessment. I think um, it's not one that I would have naturally have said, but now that you've said it, I'm like, yeah, actually, it is. And um, I think there's just this like very very small subtle hint of like bitterness yeah at the end it's like it's not very it's not like a very powerful bitterness and it could almost go unnoticed but like it's just there just a tiny little bit at the end just to clean your palate yeah it's nice though um i reckon it would probably i don't know would i drink this with would i drink this while i'm eating turkey Mm, i don't know maybe it might pair well like as kind of a nutty stuffing type note. Yeah. I, I think, it, I mean, it could be, but I, I just, it's hard to. Maybe more with pudding. Yeah. Or I feel like for, for me, it would be like a, maybe a preparing a meal. Like I'm getting uh, the yeah. meal ready. This is my like pregame to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, oh, I'm getting the cheese board out and I'm <laughs> having this while I'm doing it. Um <laughs> it's it is really nice and there is like that sweetness there that's really good um very well mm. balanced like i said thinner than i expected it to be in terms of like the body because i just i don't i think because that aroma was so bold i was expecting it to be fuller yeah but it's quite nice because it almost makes it a little bit like you almost don't want it to be it has those like that hazelnut that sweet element but it's not going to be overwhelming or like too much like you know how sometimes you can just have it can just be a little bit too much that becomes like a bit filling if you have too much sweetness yeah Um, or you start going off of it after a while you're just like oh it's a bit much but I feel like this is one that could easily be sessioned um really not it is really nice yeah it's tasty I mean it's cloud water you don't expect a bad beer from cloud water do you no not really um to be fair, yeah, I expect that it's going to be yeah, at least a certain. It's a high bar, I feel. <laughs> so what was the, you said there was the three beers. I haven't actually looked. I was doing my level best to not look at too many <laughs> beers. Because you don't want to buy more beers. Because I'm really trying not to buy more beers. I'm trying to work through what I've got. I'm trying to make it. I made my beer advent calendar and all that myself. Uh, so I didn't actually look into the cloud waters. You mentioned them, but I yeah. never looked them up. I only saw this one. So, so. There was a session pale, or there is a session pale, I believe you can still buy it, um, which is called Happy Christmas, and it is a cranberry and orange session pale. And then there's Super Happy Christmas, which is an orange and pine pale ale. Oh, interesting. I'd like to buy, try both of those. Both sound really oh, nice. Oh, hang on. No, I, just, I lied. There's sold out signs on top of them. I've just seen. <laughs> That's why like I'm you can still them. get them. I was like, I'm I think like, you can oh, still get them. Well, I'm looking can. at the shop, and I was like, they're in the shop. Oh, no, wait. There's a sold out sign over them. But if your local bottle shop has got any... Go support your local bottle shop and buy them from there. Yeah. Or if your local bottle shop doesn't have it, but you can find them on another independent bottle shop that will yeah. ship to you, go and support go them. It. Support go somebody and go try it. Because um, this is ha- really, really one, nice. And this, this hasn't one is lovely. Christmas vibes. Yeah, this is really nice. And I yeah. feel like 
you almost get it gets almost a little like that nuttiness just really and the chocolatey like element to that in the aroma just really starts getting picked up more and more the more like sips of it you have and it's just really yeah it's just really nice sessionable and fab love it Mm. all right I don't want to put it down. We've got to go to the next one. We've got to go to number two. We're speed running this one. (laughs) It's a bottle. So I've got my women's brew podcast. This was our Christmas presents from last year. It was. I've got my napkin napkin ready just in case it's spilling in village. Every bottle now, I have a massive fucking panic meltdown that I'm like, shit, (laughs) it's going to be the one. Um, So this is Liffy's winter beer. Here we go. It's cracked. Crack this bad boy open. Winter warmer. There we go. Ooh, so I most think, village. Happy days. So I think British beers are referred to as winter warmers, but Belgian beers are actually just winter beers or Christmas beers. Oh well, then that might be conflicting information I found on the internet because when I was looking up, because I genuinely looked up like what is the beer di- diver? Yeah, di- diver, diver, <laughs> diver. <laughs> that word that i know how it is but i cannot pronounce it and it did come up on like a few websites saying like a few just said winter ale and then a few said winter warmer just overall so um, well i have some information oh well about winter beers enlighten so um winter beers in belgium originated during the second world war uh because breweries decided to compete with the popular scotch ales that british Ooh. soldiers had brought over when they were stationed there uh, and so these beers were usually dark and malty higher in alcohol and often quite sweet and sometimes heavily spiced so that's scotch ales but also winter warmers from the uk are usually a darker beer that is is might have spices in it um but they seem to be referring to these in in belgium as winter beers and in fact Chimay Bleu uh, began life as Chimay Beer de Noël in 1948 and then became Chimay Bleu um, as a year-round offering in 1954. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I was like, when I was looking up all the different styles, I basically came across as there was actually quite a good um, article that I quickly read through from Paste magazine that had like all the different uh like christmas styles and stuff and they said like france it was beer de noel and yeah. then scandinavia is a yule or a yule yule, yule. Yeah. uh yule, yeah it was it, there's two so there's yule and it said or j-u-l-e-o-l so i'm guessing that's yule <laughs> don't know but yule was obviously the one that was yeah. like most commonly referred to and then yeah that it was just um basically like yuletide lagers <laughs> is what's come up is like a lot of them were yuletide lagers and I thought that's that's fun yuletide lagers this is um, this is quite uh, an interesting taste I've had a sip of it oh, already I cheated it's got that lovely dried fruits smell that you expect from Belgian beer yeah it's got that yeast oh it's like I like it it's like toffee it is very much and there's lots of like raisiny like dried yeah, dried fruits and spice yeah and it's almost like the first sip it doesn't hit you like immediately it kind of goes like you, you take a sip and then like there's almost like a two second delay and then you get punched <laughs> with all the spice mm. and the like dried fruit flavor and the toffee flavor yeah that's it does feel like a winter well, beer doesn't it, it? Yeah, yeah yeah that go nice with some cheese oh yeah 
be like yeah. oh, it's substitute for your chutney <laughs> i feel like that or like um in front of a fire mm. like sitting in front of an open fire this yeah that's be... definitely where you need to, need to be drinking winter beers christmas beers and winter warmers for sure fire yeah also because we can't afford to turn our heat so <laughs> So it is warm yourself with a fire and beer. If you don't have a fireplace, make one. (laughs) Don't do that. Absolutely do not do that. Uh, Yeah, no. And then that article was also talking about Christmas beers being served to farmsteads uh, or on farmsteads to hired hands and English workhouses to the destitute. (laughs) It's like well that feels like very really grim yeah. yeah it was like that feels very grim very victorian like we're, we're like, going into christmas carol moments it, yeah that's like the vibe as i was reading through this i was like oh don't know how to feel about that like grim but it was um it was yeah it's quite an interesting little article to read to be honest i am i'm digging this beer yes nice i mean who owns left now are they are they in mm. I don't know. That is a good question. Let's Google. Google that because I think. Owned by InBev Belgium. InBev, yeah, I thought it was InBev. Interesting though. So yeah, owned owned by InBev Belgium, which is a European operating arm of AB InBev. Yep. And as Bush. Quite interesting though in the sense of like i do wonder if there's a difference in quality in like european ab and bev versus like us ab and bev like i do what because i in what way like i feel like i wouldn't go in like when i'm in the us i wouldn't get a beer that's from ab and bev that has these type of like flavors to it or like it's just not like we're not what i associate with AB and Bev is not beers that taste like this. Well, I suppose they've swallowed up various different breweries, haven't they? True. And uh, taken on those brewing techniques. Mm. So that's true as well. And I guess, like, obviously, because they're going to want to go to like what their market wants. So obviously, yeah. there's just a different market in Europe as what will be in the US. But yeah, interesting. I um if, if people are interested in how Anheuser Busch like took over the beer world, <laughs> um I just finished reading uh, Barrel Aged Stout and Selling Out, which is the story. That's on my Island. list. Yeah, that's on my that's it's, on my list to read. It's very interesting. I can recommend it. I had it as an audio book in the car when I was. That's what I need to do. Work. Is yeah. an audio book? I need to audio book it because um, I love. I absolutely love like physical copies of the books. Mm. But like if I could just get, you know how like if you buy a vinyl record, it's like you'll get the vinyl record. Then nine times out of ten, there'll also be like a download code so that you can have right. a digital. And like that's what I need is like a physical book that then has a link to go download the audio book because I love physical books and I do like sitting and reading books. However, I don't always get to make the time to go and mm. read the books. So but I do listen to so many podcasts because if I'm driving or walking the dog or doing my chores or anything else like that, it's always like audio based content and not just like music or anything yeah so that was the perfect time to do that but I remember hearing I think it might have been in craft beer an argument if not it might have been I was reading potentially a snippet from so I can't remember where, where no, it was is, now. they do uh, it is in craft beer an argument yeah well. and they, they were talking about how Goose Island 
effectively like because everyone goes oh like when you're bought out by big beer that's like the death of all things and it's terrible and it stifles your creativity etc etc apparently there was something about goose island being like yeah we probably couldn't have grown if we didn't get bought out because that money that bought us out also paid for upgrading our yeah equipment and like being able to afford the you know bottling line or whatever it was and things that they couldn't have afforded to do and expand on their own so yeah that was um but also they still were given their freedom to be able to make some of the stuff that they wanted so yeah that's um it's an interesting case and obviously it doesn't always turn out as well read the book because well yeah it's because it doesn't go down i mean there there are some interesting bits in there i mean we you know every now and then we still buy we still buy a bourbon county so you know never had a bourbon county but (laughs) everyone bought one no i didn't buy one no because i couldn't be i could not be asked to be like i'm gonna queue up online with everyone else and probably gonna sell out i was just like oh can't be bothered genuinely but apparently you could get it, you can still get it on tap at certain places in London. They were so oh, I think X Goose Island, spend some like X Goose Island bars or pubs or whatever that so had it on. There was a brew pub in Shoreditch, and I noticed that the name had changed. So I'm assuming that's not potentially a brew pub anymore. Potentially. Not and I think about that though. You could get it there, but then I think, uh, but I do know somebody that has gone into London in the last month or two Mm. and they where they ended up they were like look what's here and I was Mm. like for fuck's sake they didn't go in knowing that was there they were just like oh wow look what I look what I found at the pub so um I'd have liked to have some of the variants that they get in the US I was very I always get very jealous when our friend Doug posts about the ones that he's or you see on reddit like I've seen a bunch of them on reddit as well like people post on the craft beer page wine one yeah like super super aged one that yeah. is always like people somebody somebody posted on reddit on the craft beer sub the other day being like what is this and why does it cost this much money and it was just quite an expensive one because i think it was one of their like quite like aged ones like yeah particularly a particular way yeah <laughs> and people were like do you genuinely not know <laughs> what that is at all like yeah okay and they're like why is it so expensive i don't understand it was okay like, oh. here we go <laughs> all right up. let's give you the load yeah it's bad enough when there's no like anonymity but on reddit where there's loads of anonymity like yeah. ooh, all gloves were off like <laughs> oh I was no like, brutal <laughs> no need for that that's yeah. gatekeeping you can be yeah, like yeah. okay okay i get okay so you're new so let's let's talk you through the basics here but then also you think maybe a google would potentially well, tell you a little bit but that's neither here nor there yeah but yeah yeah um book recommendation if you get you know an amazon voucher for christmas barrel aged out selling out interesting give it a read or also also craft beer and argument yeah i i still haven't finished that and that is strictly because i haven't been able to sit down and actually properly read it and to be honest i'm not gonna lie i think if i had the audiobook i'd make it through quicker because it's very interesting Mm. it's written very well Oh, it's nothing to do with how it's written or the content or anything else like that. I think my problem strictly is I'm surrounded by beer a lot of the time that when I'm not at my day job and I'm not doing podcast or beer stuff or festivals or like that kind of stuff. And I sit down to read 
sitting down and reading about beer, sometimes my brain's like, I think maybe you should just have a break and read something yeah, else. I, so I have a like, lot of books, not just beer books. Yeah. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, you could read this one though yeah. as well. <laughs> I was reading, I was, I did have one in the car as I was going to and from work. Um, and I was like, okay, next book needs to be something non-beer. <laughs> just need a break sometimes. Yeah. Like you don't. To... You never think that you're going to say that, but like sometimes no. you are. Just like I used to listen to loads of like beer podcasts as well, and I just felt like it was nothing wrong with the podcast. Yeah, it was just I had to I cut down listening to it because I was like variety in life. I need something like it was the same thing. I used to listen to so much true crime, and then it got to a point, and I was like listening to true crime, and then watching true crime TV shows, and then I was like. I basically am a detective. Like someone's murdered, <laughs> put me on the case. Like oh, someone's missing. I've got this. Like let's trace our way through. Like what could happen to them? I'm, I'm basically a detective. So after a while, I was kind of like, maybe I need to like change it up. And then I changed it to the beer podcast. But then I started helping out at festivals and doing more of that. And I'm like, let's cut that one back now. Let's just go back to stand up comedy. Feel good. Like <laughs> people making stupid jokes that's my speed now it's just mindless <laughs> mindless silly pointless conversations <laughs> but a good Christmas present those books are a good Christmas present yeah. like to be honest if we're talking about festive stuff and I know this is obviously a bit late but if you're buying a late Christmas present for somebody or holiday present at all or birthday present or planning for next year I do genuinely feel like what I think I've said this before on last year's Christmas episode what I what does bum me out as a beer lover is when somebody tries to get you beer for Christmas because nine times out of ten, unless they are a beer person, they're probably not like it's almost you feel bad because you're like yeah. the thought was really nice, the gesture was really nice, but a I have a lot of beer, and b like it might not be either what you're looking for, a company you'd want that money to go to, yeah. or like any of those type of things. Um, but even if it's just the volume aspect, and it's a really good brewery. Sometimes you're just like, oh, okay. And glassware, again, I feel like that's the next thing that people start like kind of yeah, stacking up. And so you can only have so much of that. And, and like beer t-shirts, you can have so much of that. What's very you underrated. You can never have is, too many beer t-shirts. You what are you, you absolutely, talking about? You absolutely cannot. And you can't have too many glasses, let's be honest. But if you're buying for somebody something that is a little bit different that you can guarantee they probably won't have is like a book like like yeah. craft beer and argument or or what was the what's the actual title of that other one uh, barrel aged beer and selling out yeah like a book like that is going to appeal to someone especially if they like reading specifically yeah. if they like reading and it's a little bit different than the standard I bought you a beer and a glass, which is, it's nice. It's nice thought, good intentions, but it's something a little bit different that they probably won't have. All right, next one. I'm excited for this. the last one. Gulbok from... Gulbok. From Lervig. Um, now, this is a dark lager. Christmas lager. Excited. Love it. I love how, like, all these beers are, like, they're not stouts, they're not porters, they're right. not yet, but they're still darker beers. Yeah. And they make me happy and they're warming and they're happiness. Yeah. Um, so this is a Scandinavian style Christmas lager. And it's brewed with caramel malts Ooh. and a light hoppy touch. 
smell bready. Yeah, I was going to say bready. Beat me to it. I was just about to go, ooh, bready. <laughs> like really good dark bread. Mm. Oh, just looks nice in the glass as well, doesn't it? So Moorish. <laughs> oh, it doesn't have like a right, it's a right to be thing. that good. Yeah, it doesn't have a right to be that good <laughs> and enjoyable. Get out. Ooh, there's a little bit of um in the aftertaste. It took about two seconds to kick in, and that might grow as I drink it a little bit more. But there was a little bit of smokiness that just came through. Mm. And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but very subtle. Dark. And it was just kind of like I breathed out. And as I was breathing out, I happened to catch like just a tiny little bit of smokiness. And I was like, roastiness. Oh. Yeah. Dark bread crust. <sighs> it's very clean. It very is, yeah. And there. it still is very... um like thinner but still so much flavor to it mm. again like that thinness has nothing to do with the flavor but that thinness almost means that I feel like for me I can just session it even easier <laughs> what ABV is this 4.7 4.7 it tastes like for me I think it tastes a bit lower than that mm. very sessionable I just did like a, a I don't know how to describe it an inside burp I don't know it would be like a very light <laughs> like an inside I don't know how it's you just got like an inside burp and it was just a very like quick like little and uh oh the caramel notes that just happen there that's disgusting to describe but it's great <laughs> like I, it's just improving the beer really that's very easy drinking like for a 330 ml can that will disappear very quickly mm. I feel like this is like you're sat in front of the tv beer I feel like this would be gone like a, if, yeah. if I was just drinking this and I wasn't drinking and talking about it and talking to you about it, it would be gone fairly quickly. Yeah. And again, I feel like it is also something that would pair well with like Christmas nibbles. You love Christmas nibble. I fucking love Christmas nibbles. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, so I love <laughs> what I, it's what I describe as like the Mediterranean lunch mm-hmm. of like meat cheese bread crackers like I the nights that I get to have that as a meal are like it's normally like if we've had people around or something like we've had a party or a holiday or something and we've got meats and cheese and everything else and then we've got so much left over and we're like oh should we go like Mediterranean dinner (laughs) then Rick's like yeah let's do it and then (laughs) and then we just have meat and cheese for like ages and then and then we feel horrible at the end because like we ate so many things that you just we ate too much too much meat and cheese um no regrets i love it it's great so i'm looking forward to just be like where's the rest of my dinner like oh my god this is lunch like just eat more cheese eat more cheese (laughs) if there's room for more food eat more cheese it's terribly british like meat and two veg where's whereas people think it's weird that i'm like i think that christmas um not christmas dinner i think sunday roast is fine like i'll eat it i won't complain about it the other day and i like it i i get shit from all across the board on this because my stance is just it's fine like i like yorkie peas i like i like it but i find it oftentimes just too heavy like i can't when people have it in the summer i have it but i'm like oh 
this is a chore like it my is a cousin chore to eat this. my cousin has a roast dinner every wednesday that's every wednesday. like oddly like a weirdly specific right? a time roast. of week if we go out for dinner he will have a roast dinner <laughs> i can relate though because it's like if it's a tuesday and i can get somewhere that's like Mexican food it's taco <laughs> Tuesday like every Tuesday is taco Tuesday Friday is pizza Friday so it's like if I can get away with getting a pizza going out someplace that's what I have why Wednesdays I don't know what about Sundays what happens it's not called Wednesday roast oh it's Wednesday he roast it twice a week <laughs> mid midweek roast midweek roast yeah can't fault that if you like it you like it I just find like it, especially in summer it just it's a chore because it's so warm and then you're like oh it's more heavy food yeah, so and it's summer, hot and it's just much winter at least I kind of feel like I have to Ooh. be in the right mood for it in the summer um but Gordon would have food with gravy every day <laughs> I was gonna say I have to be in the, the right mood for it as well but that's <laughs> never like never no, see summer. I did like yeah I do like I, I could have one on a Sunday and be all right in the summer, but not all the time. Like I want like lighter things in the summer because it's warm. My husband will just have like he'd have food with gravy every day. Oh, I just like I couldn't because I'd be like, it's too warm. I cannot have. I there are times where I've just been like, no, I'm not cooking that. And even then, like I love pie and mash and gravy. But again, like, is it? Oh, is this weird? Is this like a weird take to be like, I like pie and mash and gravy. But for me, that's like more heavily associated as a winter food, like a no, fall and so. winter, autumn and winter. No, I don't think that's a spring and summer. I'm like, oh no, it's not really. Maybe, maybe, maybe a bit of spring because if it's like if it's slightly cold and rainy, I find if it's like dark and rainy and a bit like yeah. meh, it's a mood. Like then I can do pie and mash and gravy and roast dinner and that kind of stuff. Yeah. If it's nice out, I'm like, bring out the cheese. I mean, I'm always like, bring out the cheese. You're always bringing out the cheese. Always bring out the cheese. I, so I need this to be known. You told me about Morrison's doing a, what was it like? Cheese. Cheddar and ale. Cheddar and ale. Yeah, cheddar and ale. Cheese. What's it called? Truckle. Truckle. (laughs) I learned the new word and then I forgot (laughs) the new word. So I didn't know how to say it. So I just, basically at work today, they went to go get their chicken boxes. And I was like, I'm going to be sad. I'm going to eat the lunch that I brought. I'm not going to have chicken box sauce. And I was like, but you're going to Morrison's. Can you do me a favor? And then I forgot the word. So I went, you know, the cheese that's in a a wax, wax. a wax cheese. And they were like, wax cheese. And I was like, can you find me one of those? But it's got beer in it. (laughs) <laughs> and they were like what do you mean and I was like it's cheddar and and beer of some sort I couldn't remember and I just went cheddar and beer of some sort that's what Did I need and it? it's in a wax no and uh-huh. I sent and they were like so I sent the, the two the two youngies the two youngest people went and, and he came, they came back and he went sorry I couldn't find your posh cheese <laughs> and I went oh thanks your posh cheese. Yeah, I was like, sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't find your. Oh I couldn't God. find your posh, posh cheese. I checked cheese. the whole cheese section. No, it's because it's on the end with the with the Christmas party bits. I'll just have to go myself. But I was like, thank you. It made me laugh so much that I was like, it's like you know the Christmas cheese and the wax. And he's like, couldn't find your posh cheese. <laughs> I was like, 
not plush cheese. Just all the cheeses oh. and cheddar and ale is not like Sorry, no. it's not like Wensleydale and apricot, apricot or yeah. something like that. Like I was like it's cheddar and no. ale. This is the this is the the people's beer. <laughs> Proper, that's for a pro- proper find... Blailman's, that is. Yeah, he's like, I can yeah. find your plus cheese. I was plush like, cheese. thank you for checking. I appreciate it. Amazing. Oh, so yeah, that's. I'm still on a mission for that. But I feel like that, that would probably go well with some of these. Yeah. Crackers. Hmm. I think so. Well, there you have it, listeners. Little bonus episode for you. Wasn't the most some... informative today, but we we had fun. Christmas beers in it, just to whet your appetite for <laughs> Christmas. Uh, Tori, if people want to talk to you about posh cheese, yeah. where can they get on you? How obviously I'm super posh with my cheese yeah. selection. Or if you want to, if you want to actually correct me on my thinking about winter food versus <laughs> summer food, because this this is a hot take. Because Rick doesn't understand it, he thinks I'm a bit weird. So please come Lord and talk to me about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll come to. Rick's just like I don't understand. It's never too hot for a food. Or too cold for a food just you eat a food if you want to eat it so i'm like nah it's too he-, he doesn't understand when i say something's too heavy he's like i don't understand it's food uh, so if if you understand what i'm talking about or you don't and it really does not make sense come and talk to me instagram adventures underscore in underscore optimism or on gmail at adventures in optimism at gmail.com or you can write it into the podcast at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com or you can send it to us on Instagram as a unit. You can talk to us both as a unit on a woman's brew on Instagram. One of us will get back to you. <laughs> One of us will get back to you. Depends on who's quicker to the draw. Yeah. <laughs> it could be either of us these days. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, Joe, if people want to talk to you about how like, what more info on a midweek roast? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm person, roast? I mean, I'm not the person to ask about a midweek roast because midweek is brownie night and there is no way I'm cooking a roast after I've been oh, to no. Barry's. Um, fresh, like a properly you... made roast as well, not even yeah. just like a like a ping pong in the oven thing? No. <laughs> oh, proper roast. Um, if you would like to talk to me, I am You have additional questions. <laughs> at my beer school probably won't be able to answer them i'll just tell you that my cousin is weird um, <laughs> and interestingly my other cousin his sister has decided that her daughter who is three is very much like him and she's slightly upset <laughs> you're gonna say she's also weird it's <laughs> like oh yeah no vicky's, vicky's gone yeah millie's really like mark I'm, I, I don't know what to do about that. I was like, oh, you in trouble. Did <laughs> we gross for all? You can come talk to me at my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest. I also have a website, lovebeerlearning.co.uk. And you can email me, lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. And of course, we are also on YouTube. Go and have a subscribe if you want to see us drink these lovely beers right on that note cheers Cheers. and happy holidays merry christmas or whatever